0: Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast.
1: All right, everybody. I am so excited and, uh, and I've been looking forward to this so much with a new friend that I feel like I've already known, but this is Robin Smith. And so Robin, welcome to Perspectives with Catherine Toon. Oh, thank you,
0: Catherine, for having me. This will be fun.
1: Yeah, it's so fun. And we were having a great time uh, just kind of chatting, getting <laughs> to know one another. We're like, oh, we might want to get the cameras rolling. <laughs> it's always like that. Now, for those of you who don't know Robin, I'm going to give you a, a little blip of uh, her bio, and then you can kind of add with or do whatever. But uh, Robin has a master's in both theology and biblical studies and is currently working to her. Uh, toward her thd she has a love for hebrew and greek languages she is a best-selling author and founder of the writer society the grace and trinitarian publishing company she and her husband live in uh both northern and southern california that's interesting are you, are you like bilocating? locating how is that anyway i was reading that you go back and forth is that what that is
0: yeah we, do. Okay. we divide
1: our time, Yes. Okay. Sorry. I, I don't know why I didn't put that up for it. I'd love to travel around the country preaching the good news of it is finished. So yeah. very, it is finished. Very Trinitarian grace focused. Yeah. You know, that's amazing. There's so much we could launch into, but uh, how long have you been tracking with, uh,
0: when did you start your publishing company? I guess last, last year. year, one year ago, uh, last October. Yeah. It's been almost a year. Wow. It's been explosive. I'm looking at all the
1: people yeah. that have lined up. God clearly yes. is doing something here. Yes. Yes.
0: That yes.
1: Yes. Amazing. Now, have you always been that you've had your own best selling book, correct?
0: Three of them. Yes. Yes. Oh, three. Right. Okay. three, Yeah.
1: Wow. And so, and then what made you want to go from, well, I'm writing and I'm Revelating and I'm releasing to now I'm going to empower others to write and
0: revelate and release. How did that? How well, did that I- I- started getting messages from people asking, you know, how do I publish a book? How do I write a book? And so I started doing workshops, teaching how to write a book, um, how to publish, you know, um, if you're going to self edit what you should do. And I did that for maybe six months. And then uh, Don Keithley, you know, Don Keithley, um, and Tommy Miller, Mm -hmm. um, both are amazing. Yes, they are. Both contacted me to see if I was interested in turning their messages into books. And I said, sure, I can do that. And then the Lord just asked me if I would put aside my own writing because I was in the middle of a book and um, empower his people in grace, you know, in, in in publishing these books. And so my husband and I, we decided to do that. And it has been nonstop ever since we have been extremely busy. So. Oh, I that's amazing. And how beautiful is that? That
1: you're like, ah, I'm working on my own work. And then you laid aside to empower others and theirs. That's, that's beautiful. That's oh, beautiful. And clearly beautiful. God is like, blessing it like crazy. I'm looking at boom, 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 all the things that have come out. It just seems like it's just been kind of an explosion.
0: It has been an explosion. It's it's taken me by surprise. I mean, it just, it's, um, the lineup of authors we've had is astounding. You know, we have Malcolm Smith, we have Steve McVeigh, uh, Lydia Dutoy, you know, and, and in fact, we started the Legacy Society, which is a part of the Writer's Society, but it's the nonprofit side. And we have in that, we have Malcolm Smith, Lydia Dutoy, and a new author, John Land, who's working on a book. And we publish and uh, their books for free at no cost to them. Um, and in fact, that's what the, the new book is for. It's to uh, raise money for that. All of the authors have decided to um, shift their profits into the, the Legacy Society. So
1: well, we're
0: excited about that.
1: Well, since you mentioned it, let's talk about <laughs> this new book. I just want to say, okay. yeah, let's talk <laughs> Okay, about this new project.
0: Well, Don Keithley had had asked me, you know, maybe we could figure out a way to get some authors to co-author a book on grace giving, you know, and raise money for the Legacy Society. And I thought, well, okay, I can reach out. So I reached out to a variety of people in uh, grace and Trinitarian circles, and I have 10 authors and 11, including myself, that agreed to do it. Um, new authors, you know, they're relatively new. Um, Tommy Miller um, is only on his second book. Uh, Logan Barone uh, is one of them. Um, but then we also have Paul Young, Malcolm Smith, Steve McVeigh, Don Keithley. Um, gosh, I, I know I'm forgetting. Matt Pandle, uh Lisa Couture, you know, she's, she's, um, brand new at this and she gave a, a chapter, gosh, I know I'm forgetting somebody, Jason Clark, um, wait, boy, I now, does does uh,
1: Jason Clark, I think you got him. Did I get him? All? Oh, great. Okay. I think you got,
0: no one was left out. Oh, oh wait, oh. Paul golf. Paul, Paul golf. golf. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Paul golf. Yeah. Paul Golf has a chapter. Um, and the chapters are beautiful. Each of the writers are so unique in their giftings, in their um, just in their in the way that they express themselves in their writing. And yet it's such a beautiful tapestry of grace. I mean, it really is. They they flow so wonderfully. And I think, you know, with the with all of the trauma that people have gone through, and the minute you start talking about giving in. To things financially, it triggers a lot of people word. yeah, it is a trigger word, and so I'm hoping that with this book, it will promote healing in the body, you know, because giving is he is a giver, right, God is a giver, and we're made in his image and likeness, and so we are givers, and um we really Matt Pandel said something the other day, and now I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something to the effect that we miss out on. Uh, on our divine nature, you know, he didn't say it just like that, but our divine nature in Christ, you know, when we don't give, you know, because we're, we're designed to be givers, you know? Yeah. So, like. yeah. I know That's I love what love yeah. looks like. And so I think it's going to be a great book. It comes out next month and we are really excited.
1: So October. So we'll be looking for that. And where will it be coming out? Amazon. Okay, sweet. So yeah everybody. I'll I'll put the information up there. So, and I love this when we think about it, because the whole concept of giving is really a reflection of love. And so when we hold it in, right, it's like, we're, we're not free. Uh, And I I think one of the things, and I was just meditating on this, as you said this, because you said it's such a a trigger for so many, because it was, um, there was control with it there was manipulation with it. There was like, somehow you're not going to make it to heaven or whatever the thing is. Right. right? And so in condemnation, and it's kind of like submission, if you're not free not to give, you're not free to give. And submission is something you give. Um, uh, Love is something you give and giving is something you give. It's out of your own heart to give. And it's not like controlled where, you know, so that's healing because it's, it's healing to, uh, to not have to give, but mm-hmm. it's also healing to give and the joy of that. its beautiful. That's right. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's been it. God is doing so much and healing his kids because, um, you know, I, and I don't, I'm going to ask you about kind of your journey, but it sounds like, you know, you've been some places you've had a journey Uh, And this is kind of being impacting in your writing and in the writing that you're uh, championing. Can you give us a little bit about kind of your journey as a believer?
0: Sure. Um, Well, I didn't get, um, gosh, for lack of a better word, we'll just fall back on old language, but I didn't get saved Mm -hmm. until I was 25. Um, I didn't grow up in church. Oh, you too? Yeah, yeah. 27 <laughs> didn't grow up in church, so yeah. we're tracking. This is why we're relating so much. I love this. Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, so I didn't grow up in church. I mean, I went occasionally with cousins, but we didn't go. And at 25, um, I went with some friends and saw something that I didn't have. You know, the the woman leading worship She, she knew something about love that I didn't know, you know, she knew Jesus and I didn't know that. And so, um, I didn't know him. And so, um, you know, I went forward, did all of that stuff, got involved in assemblies of God church. Mm -hmm. Um, and in fact, our first pastor was this beautiful man who his entire message was Christ in you, the hope of glory. So we started out with a really amazing foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we got into word of faith churches, um which oh, yeah, I so similar. Keep there are a lot of people, um, you know, hurt in those kinds of churches. Um, I wasn't one of them. Um, you know, I'm so thankful for the things that I learned in that, you know, it's brought me to where I am today. And then I was uh a friend gave me Steve McVeigh's book. And so I read his book, um, and then I read the mirror bible. Um yeah. was a little nervous with the mirror bible you know because it just different <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> than anything i knew not away? where's the nature I, know. I was so afraid to slip into universalism you know that i was a little I nervous know. but um i read his his bible and i would have to read it with another another translation because i'm reading this and thinking I don't remember these scriptures in the Bible. There's no way I've missed all these years. So I read it with another one. And then I started reading Baxter Kruger's books. Mm -hmm. And I was in Steve McVeigh's uh, coffee chat room. Um, Mm -hmm. This was a few years ago. And he was uh, offering, because I believe he was um, president or vice president of Global Grace Seminary. And Mm -hmm. so he offered a discount, 50% off uh, tuition. And I thought, well, okay, so I signed up and I did Global Grace, um, got my master's, uh, wrote a book, just became passionate about the finished work and uh, wrote a book. And my life just hasn't been the same. It's just, okay. I, it's been different. That was only maybe four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, not very long.
1: Well, you know, it's amazing what can happen in a lot, in a short period of time when your heart is open and you can receive and. One yes. of the things I love about your story and everybody's story is different. Number one, you, you were brought up heathen like I was, I'm just telling <laughs> know this, um, because yeah. I've encountered with God uh, pretty much my whole life. But anyway, um, so I love this. So there's hope for all of us. It's all good, there um, is. Uh, <laughs> but, um, is the fact that even in your journey through all these different streams, and we went through a lot of the same streams, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're able to see like the value. There's intrinsic value in all of those while not I'm not hearing a whole lot of trauma or what or 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 uh spin out, just kind of like a flow. And I love the way
0: you honor each because there is great things in each. And really I, we did go through one period uh where we worked uh with this youth group. And the pastor was uh, quite a bit controlling and um, to the point where, you know, he had say in who you married and, and you know, your finances and, you know, just really controlling. Um, but, you know, that first message we heard of Christ in you, the hope of glory, it really was such a good, strong foundation that it helped us navigate through that season, my husband and I, and and we were able to come out of that um pretty much uninjured you know I mean there were things of course we needed to you know let go of ways of thinking but I mean we weren't broken you know and yet there were several people who went through that ministry that did not make it out of that without becoming broken you know so um was. that was the only time yeah
1: yeah well and that's amazing that you're able to navigate that I love that everybody's story is so different but there's such value in it uh, you know, you had mentioned, um, kind of, you know, people that were in communities that were controlled and you were able to navigate because somehow this Christ in me, the hope of glory has kind of kept you steady in the yeah. midst of some really, you know, uh, unhealthy stuff, some really toxic stuff, but other people didn't. And, you know, we have such a diverse community of where people are coming from. Um, and, you know, I, Matt had actually reached out to me, uh, uh, a couple months ago, uh and Lila Cook and Clint Walker. So we're going to be yes, doing a yeah, a, a that's a, exciting. Yeah, yes. and I love that because I and because there's so many different people in their journey. Like, what is that? And some people, it's like, well, we really were not traumatized. Except COVID hit, I kind of lost my. You know, my <laughs> observation or whatever. Um, yeah. but I, I love the way God is so inclusive with everyone, like He meets us wherever we are at in our journey. Um, it and does. just embraces if it. it's Christ in me, the hope of glory. There's a lot of hope there. So yeah. love that. Yeah. That is that is beautiful. So um, so what is what are you uh, learning kind of like in this stage of your life? What is God like highlighting to you that's really exciting? And I, um, and I I'm putting her on the spot because I did not let her prepare <laughs> you
0: know, um let's what it, at this stage of life just grace you know that ev- to let people grow in grace that everybody it's it's a challenge um a little bit in publishing books because uh we are a small um company that has a we're a small niche and so we um you know we we stick with trinitarian and christocentric and grace-based um but at the same time you know i get manuscripts across my desk and i definitely want to let people grow in grace you you see their hearts and and maybe they don't believe exactly what i believe about something um uh, for example about the finished work but there's grace there and everybody's at such a different place in their journey and so I try not to say no to a lot of books that come across my desk just because maybe it's not um as uh trinitarian focused as maybe Baxter's books are right but it's you know that's their belief in their heart and so um it's it's a challenge to just meet them where they're at and to know that you know this book will minister to somebody, you know, it's, it's they're growing in grace and there's so many different, beautiful, um, I hate to say levels of grace, but you know what I mean? There's so many different facets. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so God is so good in that. And he does, you're right. He meets people where they're at. And so finding that back, I mean, I'm definitely, um, I have my absolute no's, you know, and that would be anything transactional, you know, I absolutely have to say no to a book came across my desk. And it was, um, it was kind of about the um, end times. And it was it had a, you know, a feel to left behind. And I had to say no, even though the man's heart is beautiful. And I and I love that. But I can't produce those kinds of books, you know, so I think he's just highlighting to me in this season how to, um, how to see past some things and maybe extend grace to other people, not to say no so quickly and to judge things so fast, you know, but to, um, I, and I tend to chat with the person to find out, you know, and maybe we can work around it. You know, can we maybe change some things in the book that seem to smack of legalism? Can we kind of, you know, especially if they don't have any legalism that they're communicating when they talk to you. So I don't know. Is that making sense? You didn't catch me no, off. Right. <laughs> I totally did. I am so sorry. I just, totally oh. just hit
1: you. <laughs> oh, that's so right. no, uh, that's Totally making sense. And what I'm, I love about that. Cause that's a real practical thing because whether we're meeting someone and we're looking at them, okay, is this work, is this work publishable in my heart? Can I in good conscience and um, publish this? Can I extend grace and meet you me where you're at in your journey? Because there's value there, even though maybe there's, you know, I, I maybe journeyed through that and come out on the other side. So I'm seeing it from a different perspective. And wow, isn't this just the way it is with all of us, like yeah. the, who we're meeting, um, yes. you know, and it's so important because, because there are definitely people that are like, ahead or whatever, We don't want to make it like, um, you know, like a hierarchy or something, but just in their development and what they've been able to process and they're further along, maybe processing something that we haven't processed. Right. And right. oh my gosh, we want race. Yeah, know, do. So, do. right and so we're yes. called to extend grace and receive grace while we're all on a journey and 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 trusting that Christ in
0: them right yes. that's working it all out yes. yeah I totally put you on the spot I'm sorry I feel bad but- no you're oh. fine you're fine <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I answered it the way you wanted it answered because oh. I wasn't them. I wanted it answered with whatever is going on with you, and you
1: did. I think you did a brilliant job, and that 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 sort of extends to so many different, um, you know, uh, facets of how we're to walk with one another. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. the big, the, you know, the, when I first kind of well, I've been doing ministry for a long time, but when I first started coming out, I, w- I was really about and still grounded in uh, just the scripture that God is love, and then what does that look like? And mm-hmm. of course it looks like grace. Of course it, it looks like finished work. You know, uh, of course it looks like, um, like a lot of the Trinitarian things that we're, uh, that we're talking about and the race-based things that we're talking about. And I always retreat back to that. It's really interesting, but I have, I, I recognize even going back and looking at, you know, a previous works so on my like, man, I'm going to have to revise that because I have been following. but there was value at the time, you know, if yes. we want to publish until we have it all together and um, no one's going to ever publish anything,
0: you know? Exactly. Right. And that would have probably held me back from even publishing a book because what if I don't believe this later? You know, what if I've grown in grace and and my my understanding has has grown. You know, what if what how am I gonna now it's out there and it's public, but you know, somebody needs to hear that right where they're at in that part of their journey, you know, and it's gonna minister to them. Absolutely. I do believe that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely it does. And sometimes if uh because you know, we're all we're all going through things and as we're learning, um, you know, I, I love the way that God God is so gracious, like He releases us right where we're at to minister right where we're at, even though you know we know we see through the glass darkly, you know, and that's an ongoing thing. But isn't that beautiful the way he invites us to give out of what we do know, the light we do walk in, uh yes. while we're in process and in growing in that? I love that. I love that. So um, so uh what particular things are um Sort of coming across your desk, can we kind of look forward to, um, you know, new books that are coming out or other books that you want to highlight that you've published?
0: Oh, yeah, Uh, we have children's books are starting to flurry in. And I love that. Um, In fact, I'm working with Lydia on a children's mirror Bible. She's producing a children's mirror Bible. So, yeah. And so that's exciting. Um, But I'm getting lots of children's books or people interested in writing children's books. Um, And then novels, which is, you know, fiction will be great. I love that. And they're not all um, fiction as in like... um, Maybe with a spiritual message, they're just fun. They're just fun books, you know, but the authors behind it, they are very grace based and they've just written a fun book. You know, one, um, is a historical fiction book. The other one is, um, a spy. Um, another one is, you know, science fiction. So it's just fun, you know, and I think we need those books too. Sometimes I like to take a break, you know, from reading, reading, um, just, I hate to say how to books, but, you know, but study books for the most part and just read a fun book. Like we're going on vacation. I need a fun book in my bag. You know, I don't want my brain full. I just want to relax and just read a book. And so I'm excited to see those come across. Um, and I want to see more of those, but
1: absolutely. Children's books and novels, yeah. And yeah. fiction, yeah. Um, which is great because there's so much we can learn even unintentionally. Yes. Uh, in those venues, because it kind of goes in the back door, right? It kind of goes yeah. in the back door uh, rather than, okay, this theological work and let's confront these, you know, whatever's, uh, but then kind of goes in the back door in a winsome way. Uh, yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I love about God, and I don't know if you've experienced this, is that he's so relaxed and right, right? he's relaxed. He's fun. Um, He is. Right. He was so, yeah. And I love that. So, yeah, relax, enjoy your spine
0: fiction i know and you know it uh, when (laughs) we are writing our personalities come through you know the beliefs in our heart come through even in a fiction book that maybe doesn't even mention the name of jesus anywhere in the book doesn't mention god but it comes through loud and clear you know just in the people and in the situations and you know there is no secular and spiritual you know it's Yeah. yeah all in Christ right yeah he is all in all so
1: well and I think some of the most powerful uh, movies and things like that that really speak to the in the spiritual realm not in Christ terms but right. in Christ terms without the name right um, yeah really are able to minister people and to reach people that we would not be able to do in the church I mean some of the the craziest films we have that are not ministering. We've done in the church, but when we've let God move through, you know, when God just moves through people outside the church, quote unquote, um, I right. use that quotations because we're all in, but, um, you know, and it can speak to people that would not normally, you know, call themselves a Christian that are tracking with something that's very Christ-like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Steve McVeigh is wonderful at that. He ha- seems to be able to bridge all of those divides, you know, and reach people that maybe would not even pick up one of my books, you know, but they'll pick up his book on quantum, which he has another one coming out next month on um, quantum prayer so that'll be really good yeah I was just actually
1: talking to him this morning because we're setting up a interview on the uh quantum uh what is it the quantum life he's done Mm -hmm. quantum faith quantum
0: life and now he's got quantum prayer yes yes it'll be out (laughs) uh, I believe mid-october or october 8th one of those dates yeah Mm -hmm. it'll be coming out soon and that's another book that you're publishing is that correct Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Most of my authors do um, three or four books a year. Um, Don Keithley does at least uh, three or four. So does Steve. Um, Logan has a new book coming out next oh, spring. Nice. Yeah, Tommy has another one coming out in January. Um, I mean, he he did really- book, so that's fun. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, he just did uh, Transfigured, too. So he just came out <laughs> with that one. And then he has another one in January. And then we have brand new authors coming out next year that haven't that I had to push back to. 2024, but they uh, we have 16 authors right oh now. Oh my
1: gosh,
0: this is like yeah. a team of happy people. <laughs> oh, and, and you know, everybody it's like a family, it really is. It's fun, and we do champion each other and get excited about each other's books and promote them, and everybody shares it on their social media sites, and it's fun and um I don't know. It's just a great group of people. And I'm, we started with two, just Tommy and Don, and Aww. it it is so much and they're hitting number one bestsellers on Amazon, which honestly, I have no idea how my authors are hitting those. I've never even hit that, but I don't know how they're doing it because, um, I mean, if you study it, it should take a number of sales to hit yeah. bestseller. Yes. And I, I don't know that they've hit that number, that magic number to hit it. And right. yet they're hitting bestseller, number one bestseller. I truly think it's it's the God factor. I do. I think God is just pushing them to the forefront in the list of the bestseller list. And so when you bump John MacArthur, and you you have went ahead of him, that's exciting, right? That I is know, exciting. So, okay, I know. God is so on this, and he wants,
1: he wants this message out to his kids. So it's like, yeah, we'll work around that we can work through Amazon. And and hit bestseller when we haven't sold what, whatever the numbers are absolutely i love it that's, that's so delicious. exciting that is so exciting and that's also because of what you're doing you know with every all this hard work is it sounds like i mean this sounds exhausting to me are you like okay are you like able to pace yourself because this is like wow
0: blowing yeah, up. I do. we're going on vacation next week for two weeks um so i do pace myself um there's times it's really you know 12 hour days but um for the most part i pace myself i have a couple of uh freelancers that i now work with um who do proofreading for me Mm -hmm. so i don't have to do that um i'm always looking for freelancers in editing and um even ghostwriting i would love to get some freelance ghostwriters you know Um, only requirements would be, you know, being grace-based of course, and just an understanding of the finished work, you know, and so it's not transactional, but, and it's challenging to find people to fill those spots, but slowly, but surely God's bringing them in and yeah, it's, it's fun. We're building a team. So
1: That's incredible. I'm glad to hear that because I mean, with everything you're doing, which is so wonderful, I want to make sure you're okay. You know, ministry is, this is, this is absolute ministry. And so it it can be a lot. So I'm glad you're
0: sort of pacing
1: yourself and Going on vacation. I do. Know. And my
0: husband's great. I mean, he's such a champion for me. I mean, he's always in my corner and, and he's my, you know, biggest cheerleader and always encouraging me to do things to step out of my comfort zones. You know, I mean, I failed public speaking in school. I mean, it was, I was awful at it and i couldn't uh the first time i did bible study i thought i was going to throw up everywhere you know i mean it was just terrible at it and now i'm really comfortable i love it i love interacting with people um we go ministering around the country you know when we're invited and that's so fun we'll be in virginia um this coming week and we're ministering at a church there and we'll be in knoxville um in november ministering there and so it's just fun we enjoy that we 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 thoroughly enjoy and my husband ministers as well so it's not just you know he's not carrying my bags and you know coming with me i mean (laughs) i I told him you do this one i just want to sit in the front row and do that yes amen you know so
1: that's, that's wonderful. What a team. And that's beautiful how God kind of makes that work and really kind of a unique thing. So you're, you're really sort of, um, walking this out in multiple, not only your publishing, but also speaking and partnering with your husband and all of the yeah. things you're doing. That is, uh, that's amazing. So, um, so, uh, if, if there's one thing kind of that you're tracking with right now, um, that you really want to share. And you mentioned a lot about sort of grace-based, non-transactional. Would you mind um, kind of sharing for some of the people, audience that maybe new, that may not understand what you mean by transactional? Um, because I think a lot of people, boy, we, we struggle with that. We're so transactional outside of the mind of Christ, right? And so right. what does that really mean? Do you want to just share a little bit about what you mean by that? You said it multiple times. I thought, ooh, let's get that highlighted.
0: And we have our little pet language, don't we? Um, Transactional to me is just an if and then, you know, it's that old covenant language of if I do this, God will do this. If I'm faithful, he will anoint me more or he will give me favor or I will be, you know, financially prosperous if I'm obedient and if I do what he says and you know what I mean? And so it's always an if and then. If I do something, God will in return respond to me and do something. If I don't, then he can't move. You know, he can't do anything. And that's so untrue. God is continued. He has poured out Everything for us. I mean, we have everything that pertains to life and godliness. I mean, there's nothing left out of the equation. When Jesus said it was finished, it was truly finished. There is nothing more we're waiting on. We're not waiting for a future resurrection. We're not waiting for a future redemption. You know, we were co-resurrected with him in him. We are co-seated right now. There is not a higher position you can have. We're co-seated. We have it all. We just need to wake up and say, you know what? This is who I am. This is what belongs to me. And this is what my life needs to look like. And not in a striving way, but just a, you know, if he says I'm healed, then I'm healed. And so I'm not going to make room for sickness in my life. I'm not going to make room for talking about sickness. And oh my gosh, those commercials on TV, I mute them every time, you know, that tell you if you have this disease, take this medication. And that medication is horrible, because it's going to do a whole host of other things. But anyway, I just I don't make room for that. I don't make room for um, death language, you know, uh, lack language, you know, because I lack nothing. And so I'm continually reminding myself of that. I do think there will come a time where we don't have to remind ourselves of that. But in the meantime, you know, we walk in a world where you hear things all the time. There's a constant noise and conversation going on about what we lack and um, what our bodies lack and what we need to do to be healthy. And And it's not that I'm opposed to those things but I have it all already on the inside. I just need to realize that and walk in it.
1: And that's beautiful. And part of that grace, I love that. Thank you. I I know that is helping someone. And part of that grace is like to be able to actually connect with it because filled with so many messages that counter that, Um, That you know, kind of in, in, in the fallenness of how we operate as human beings we're really connected and attached to death and lack and all of that. And God is saying, Oh, you're my son. You're my daughter. No, we're, we're up right. here. I've already <laughs> taken that for you and given you all of, all of me. There's not, we're not waiting to get more of him and, and all of that. And, you know, but we it's are
0: beautiful. face to face, right? Face to face with him all the time. You know, even if you're not looking directly at him, he is still so face to face with you, just waiting for you to open your eyes and say, "Oh my goodness!" Like like uh, Jacob, you were here in this place all along. I just didn't know it, right?
1: I love that. I love that language of knowing and awakening. Because yeah. it's already true. So if it's okay. already true, we don't make it true with our faith. We don't make it true with anything we do. We don't earn it. We just wake really up to it and start to know in our knowers. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that really helped me because I also came from that word of faith back when there's so much I'm grateful for there. But one of the ditches I got into is this sort of striving to confess it and to work it and to find the tools to make it happen. So I believed and have enough faith and, and got into a real grind. And, uh, and one of the things that the Lord really pulled me back in my understanding of it was that number one, we just recline back into it. And it's, yeah. it's this awakening. I don't work it to make it happen. Um, right. Just wake up, and he's the one to
0: help us, you know. That's right. uh, yeah, yeah, and it's so walking in that oh, right but there's also a truth in it you know the uh, confessing it homologo saying what yes. he says it yes. absolutely does work mm-hmm. because and I think the reason it works is mm-hmm. because you're saying it and after a while you start to believe it mm-hmm. you start to awaken to the tr- the reality of it mm-hmm. oh, wait a second you said I'm healed if I'm healed I'm healed you know and but at the same time it's such a striving and it's such um, It's such a transactional work. I mean, it's just, if I confess this, if I get my list of scriptures together, then God, you will do this. And instead of realizing, no, he's already done it, you know, there's just nothing more I can add to it.
1: Yeah. You know, it's so funny because in that I used to literally for like two hours, I had my whole list and it was this thick pad and every day I would confess and it totally had life on it until it didn't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly after a while it was striving and I was like what is wrong with me you know why I felt like such a bad Christian because I was like it was like eating like eating rocks after a while
0: and and right? so it like, worked thinking, last time but it didn't work this why? time why magic this time. What I do I must have done something wrong I must be hmm. in sin Oh, yeah, condemnation and guilt heaps on you, oh, yeah, that's. Yeah.
1: but he invites us into rest, like maybe it's yes. already finished, just yes. like I'm glad you got that in you. Yes. and now we've moved from that to something. I want you to rest in what you know in your knower, right, yes. while I'm awakening you for every everything that's kind of struggling against that or having a hard time. Oh, it can't be that yes. good <laughs> yes. And so Absolutely. That's like that. I love that. So yeah, that is so that's so funny that you mentioned that. Because it's interesting because I was just um I've just read uh Don Keepley's new book. Um, let's see, um quantum, I want to get the right one, life. Um and Steve McFay. Yeah, Steve, I'm sorry, what did I say? I did Don Peepley, sorry, Keefley, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um no. I just read that and you know what's so funny, what came up in me, because there's so much of this operating from this. Uh, this quantum internal realm and speaking the potential the creative potential of what God's put in you and and, yeah. and it was, so it was interesting and I had to sort of butt up against sort of this, but where does that differ from the kind of uh confession striving? you know and so yeah. I think there's a tweak of where we come from in it. And what we're yeah. what, we're not trying to confess to get there. We're confessing because we are there, right? That's That's right. Would you say, That's would you say right. that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're definitely confessing from a place of this is already mine. I already have this. I'm not confessing it, God. So you will do something for me. And if I confess it faithfully enough, if I confess it long enough, if I'm if I'm loud enough, you know, maybe you'll hear me in heaven. No, it's, you know, I'm confessing this and it's really thankfulness, you know, yeah. thank you. Dad. Thank you, dad, that I'm already healed, that my body is already healed. And your mind saying, you know, that's not true. You woke up this morning feeling like this. You know, the doctor said you have this. You're on medication for that no, thank you, dad, that I am already healed. And and the, the nice thing about confession, when it's done from a position of rest, mm-hmm. is it goes in your ears, and it goes down into your heart. And it comes back out of your mouth, and it goes in your ears, and it comes down in your heart. And after a while, I don't know, there's just this, um, like, a, like a switch, it just switches. And all of a sudden, you go from thank you, dad, that you've said this to just, oh, my goodness, dad, I'm totally healed, you know, and then I do believe now, now your soul area has aligned with what your spirit needs, knows to be true, and your body will just come in alignment. It's just that simple, but I think we give up too quickly, you know, we start, oh, Okay. All right. So Steve's saying this about quantum and about confession and, and I'm going to try it. And then your mind says your brain says, yeah, but this, and then you do it again. Yeah, but this, and then you just give up. Yeah. You give into the, yeah, buts. yeah, but the doctor did say this, you know, no, just keep at it there Mm -hmm. will be a switch I promise it it really does there is a it's kind of I don't know it's like those gears turning you know and all of a sudden that soul area lines up with the spirit and it's just so harmonious it's just so beautiful and effortless Mm -hmm. and then give it time and your body we didn't get here overnight right some of the places we're in uh, some of the struggles we have it wasn't an overnight thing you know we're talking years of believing a certain way having those neural pathways that have like, I call it a rut. My dad got mad at me the other day. He said, it's not a rut. I said, well, it kind of is, you know, but it It creates this, it is, it creates Mm -hmm. this rut in our thinking. And we've got to create new pathways and to create new pathways in our brain, take time, you know, and we need to be patient with ourselves and give grace to ourselves and not fall back on oh man, what am I doing wrong? Why isn't this working? We really have to let go of the language of why isn't this working and start embracing the language of, you know what? It is working. I am the language of, I am not the language of, I am not right. Ooh. And just keep at that. It takes time, but you'll get there. Yeah. We all will. And that's the, that's the
1: point. And one of the things that I love about what you're saying um, That the Lord really ministered to me is this being patient with myself in the process. So sometimes it's not even that um, that we go from this place where we think it's trans-transactional and earning it, and then and then maybe we go from the place that we know it's true, but I'm frustrated myself that my soul was like fighting this or that I'm having a yeah but, and I think it's important to be patient and kind with yourself in your yeah buts while you're changing it to, you know, I may have these symptoms in my body, but you get your butt in the right place. Right. And so, <laughs> uh, right. And so we're, we're, we're patient and kind in the learning process while we're, we're giving ourselves the time, yes. you know, we're giving ourselves the grace we're giving ourselves the it's okay. If you're struggling with this, we're just working it out. God is patient with us wherever we're at in that's our journey great. and is asking us to, to love ourselves as he loves us and then love one another. And so loving ourselves, I mean, I'm patient. I give myself grace. I'm not this big critic that I haven't, it hasn't clicked for me yet. I'm in the process of working that in. And that's a beautiful.
0: That's so and great. God is journeying with us at the time. Right. It's not a mental exercise, you know, it is really going within and listening to him and, and agreeing with what he is saying about us, you know, and if you're having trouble hearing and and really focusing it on hearing what he's saying, you know, it's okay to write some things down, just some great affirmations, we'll let go of the word confession, because that can trigger people some good affirmations yeah. down And to begin saying those, just start with, I am, I am this, I am brave, I am confident, I am healed, I am whole, I am complete, you know, and just after a while, I really believe you're going to hear the Holy Spirit on the inside, begin to agree with you because you're agreeing with him. And it's just going to overflow. It really isn't a mental exercise.
1: That is so good. It's like God is God is so for us. He's like championing us. Say it. Just say what I'm saying. And if you haven't actually heard me say it for yourself, say what you know to be true from that, and you will hear my my voice championing you in it because he's
0: he's so for his kids. So he really great. is, right. and find somebody that is farther along than you that is saying these things, and begin parroting them for a while. Say what they're saying, and after a while, it switches to where all of a sudden now it's your language, it's your words, it's it's what you know to be true on the inside, you know.
1: Yeah. It's so beautiful. And
0: this is why these, these books and these messages are so important because we're, we're kind of sitting
1: at at the feet of people who really grappled with it. And then you sit at their feet long enough and you start to process it and work it into your system in a way. And it actually becomes yours because it is yours. The message was theirs from God and it's a message for you from God. So we grab a hold of it. And it's mm-hmm. almost like we're, 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 walking in their updraft. They're going before us, right. And they're creating that's, a grace for us to move forward in the same revelation. And he excludes right. no one. No. We're,
0: all, we're all in. I love that. As in them, right. It's mm-hmm. just, there's just one body. That's mm-hmm. right.
1: One body, one spirit, one faith. That's all right. God. It's beautiful, beautiful oneness. Well, um, is there anything else that practically, uh, as people are kind of struggling with this and you know i i I do a ton of coaching and mentor people and all that kind of thing and all levels of grappling with their spiritual walk and their relationship with themselves a relationship with their god with god they're you know walking things out in their life Um, but for the beginner uh is there anything else any other like uh, little gems that you would um recommend as people are kind of grappling with these things grappling against transactionalism grappling against uh striving, grappling against well that's great for you but what about me all of that
0: um well you know when i was uh, teaching on uh, my book i am healed um i get a lot of questions on you know how do i walk this out you know because this is what's going on in my body and 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 some of it's really bad you know and some of it's really hard and really challenging and, you know, I just really encourage them to have grace on themselves, you know, and to, to walk through it with grace and patience and to begin to say, as you're headed to the doctor, you know, this is my last visit to the doctor. Well, what happens if I have to go again? You know what? This is my last visit to the doctor, you know, because eventually it will start to resonate on the inside of you. And... um it'll just be an overflow. It'll be an outflow. You know, it'll just, um, you know, there's, there's all of these quantum things like vibrations and, you know, all of it. And it will, it will just start to, it'll start to manifest in your life to where all of a sudden the doctor says, you know, You're you're looking great. You're doing better. I don't think you need to come and see me for another year. You know, okay, we'll go the next year, and this is the last time I'm going to the doctor, you know, and eventually I think you'll start to live out that reality in your life. You know, we are masters of our own destiny, not apart from God. In in tandem with him, you know, we co-create our destinies with him. You know, he's made is that powerful with his power right that's on the inside of us it's his life on the inside of us so it's never apart from him but there's you know we're masters of all we decide what our reality looks like you know and there's only one reality and it's his but we decide if we're going to partner with that by by aligning our thoughts with what he's says is true. So as you have to take that Advil or something, or uh, medication for whatever it is in your body, you know, this is the last time I'm going to do that you know I'm getting to a place where I don't need that anymore in my life you know um, if you're going to maybe therapy you know for things you're going to you know I'm going to get to a place in my life where I'm not going to need that anymore you know I'm listening to him and he's healing me on the inside and he's healing all those wounds and I'm going to get to the place where I'm the one ministering this to somebody else you know and I don't need to come and sit under this anymore and you just keep reminding yourself Yourself gently, not in condemnation, not judgmentally, but gently, this is not who I am, you know, as, as I'm taking a, a pill for diabetes, this is not who I am, I am not diabetic, I don't own that identity, I am made in his image and likeness, and we really have to learn um, to let go of false identities and false identities creep in, in little things like I'm a cancer survivor, I'm not a cancer survivor, I am made in the image and likeness of God, it doesn't make my life less noble to not be a cancer survivor, you know, I'm in his image and likeness. I am powerful. I'm strong. I'm whole. I'm complete. This is who I am. That's my only identity and letting go of all of those false, distorted identities that kind of creep in in our lives. You know, I'm struggling financially. I'm broke. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, um, predisposed to, um, arthritis because my grandmother had arthritis. No, that's not who I am. I'm image and likeness of him. If it doesn't fit in his image and likeness, then we need to let those things go because it's not who we are. Right. That's my two. I
1: love that. Oh my goodness. Well, and so much of it does stem, um, from identity, like yeah. who is God saying you are, I, I know the doctor said this, and I know your family history said this, and I know your checkbook is saying this, or all the symptoms are trying to say this, but what is God saying? That's right. You, and then grabbing a hold of God. And I love that because, uh because
0: there's so much power in it right i mean those facts maybe and facts are subject to change the truth will never change you know your what your checking account says may be a fact but it's not the truth of who you are you know it's not the truth of your life and if we keep saying it our lives will line up with that and i truly recommend steve's book quantum life you know quantum faith i mean if if Church language isn't your thing, you know, and if confession you've been triggered by and it's like, ah... You know, yeah. Robin, you're from Word of Faith. And I still hear that coming out in your language, which is probably true. You know, then pick up Steve's books. He has a whole different, he did not come out of Word of Faith background, I promise. He, right. he does not have that language. Right. And that's so amazing too. And yeah. I, I love
1: the way that God is like taking that and kind of redeeming it. Like we're tweaking it. This is the heart of what it is that has life. Yes. Driving. Yes. Yes. Um, regardless from which camp you came from or what your background is or all of that, this is what, this is, this is you as a son and daughter operating out of the over who you yes. are. Right. And that's, ooh, that's beautiful. It's so powerful. Yeah. Um, and then we get to walk into kind of the prophetic significance of what we're saying. Like, what is he saying? This is what I'm saying. And then you walk into that, um, which is incredible! Uh, wow, so powerful.
0: Yes, so good. <laughs>
1: this is making us happy. You know, it's a good yeah. message when you're happy. <laughs> I know it's life, right? Yeah, it's absolute. It's absolute life. Well, awesome. Well, wow. So, Robin, where can people find you, uh, and you know, and and all the good things you're doing? I, I don't want to like open the floodgates of. I want to be honoring in terms of. Uh, uh, in terms of uh, not offering things that you're like, yeah, I have limited ability or whatever, but where can we come find you? What
0: you're doing? I have two websites, um, robinsmith, no H, S M I T dot And then I have the writerssociety dot online, um, that you can reach me at. And of course on Facebook, you know, um, I'm on Facebook. So yeah. Yay. Well,
1: Yay. So that's awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. It's kind of, we kind of touched on a lot. Usually there's one, I mean, there's a general theme in it, but so much in so many different facets, kind of of the same message. I love it. It's been, it's been a joy. Thank you for joining
0: me. And I hope you Yes, yes, I would definitely will. This is fun. Thank Thank you so much.
1: Well, awesome. Well, everybody uh, share this with someone. Someone needs this at whatever level they're kind of, or level or wherever they are in their walk with you that way. Someone needs us, so share it. And thank you for joining in and thank you once again,
0: Robin. It's been amazing. Oh thank you, Catherine. You guys have a great day. Bye Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit Katherine